listening to the Irish take on the Great British Bake Off with me, Paddy Courtney, and Louise Lennox. It's the Hollywood handshake. Wow. She's that chef from the telly who's always up for a laugh. And I'm an actor, screenwriter, and full confession here, I've never baked a cake or a loaf of bread. Oh, no. Not even during lockdown. Not even during lockdown? What were you doing? Oh, my God. And with that big reveal, let us tell you about our new podcast, The Irish Take on the Great British Bake Off. Every week, we'll bring you our tuppence worth on last night's episode of The Bake Off. As well as us chatting about all things Bake Off, from contestants to the hosts and to those fun weekly challenges they all face in the tent. And hopefully have a bit of crack along the way. Sticking to every bit of my mouth. Bon appetit. <laughs> all slowly sabotaged. <laughs> I think it's delicious. Cappuccino. Can you say Sorry. cappuccino one more time? <laughs> Welcome to the Great British Bake Off. Hello and welcome to the quarterfinal of the Bake Off, where Chiggs has landed the full house of Hollywood Handshake, first in the technical challenge this week, and Star Baker twice, I'll have you know. I'm afraid to ask, but Louise, your favourite Liverpool Lizzie has left. I'm sorry for your loss. Are you still okay to do this? I don't think I can talk, Paddy. (laughs) You know what, though? I was preparing myself for the entire day today because <laughs> I had been, it's like horse racing. So I was watching their form. I was following their backtrack. I was watching their diet and their trainers. And I just knew out of all of them, she was the weakest link. And even if she got in Star Baker today, she would have been the first Star Baker to have to go home. So I knew I was going to be watching the last of my lovely Lizzie. And I was uh, devastated. Like, I can't really tell you how devastated I, i'm actually not really bothered about watching for the next two weeks <laughs> okay well we'll uh, i'm sorry for laughing but i honestly did this is the first week that i've had a lump in my throat and i'm a little bit annoyed with the result or their decision like it is a bit strange all right like because like we'll, we'll, we'll work backwards but we'll just go go to the end first of all her showstopper was phenomenal it looked amazing i'm celebrating like being different it's going to be a representation of my brain because uh, we've got quite a few SEN issues. SEN is special educational needs, dyslexic, dyspraxic, ADHD and concentration disorder. So I think like people who are slightly different need to be celebrated and like represented. I just love the idea of it all being your personality. So it's great. And then the decorations also, you know, like the 70s shag rugs that you get? Yeah. That's what it's going to look like. <laughs> you know, like brain fuzz. Like I get a lot of brain fuzz. So that's what that's meant to represent. Concentrate on your decoration, your finesse. All right. It's going to be my brain. There's going to be no finesse to it. I mean, if I couldn't fall any more mad about Lizzie for her personality, um, she's dyslexic and so am I. And I, I was just bound over by the fact that she created this incredible cake. And I thought it was beautiful. Everyone thought it was beautiful. And when a lot of the time you're making things, when there's a story attached to it as the reason why you can buy into that as more and you could see the judge is willing for her to do well. Like Bruce said, if she didn't bring out some finesse, she's going to strangle her. <laughs> it's like, Don't no pressure, Lizzy. <laughs> Your life is on the line here. And she's yeah. just admitted to like she wants to kill somebody. <laughs> play proof. No. <laughs> um, and it, it really was beautiful. And and I think it was the first time, because Lizzie is very bravado, I think. And I, I, I feel there's a bit that that's, I know for me, the dyslexic part comes into it. You know, you try and deflate a lot of things or if you get embarrassed reading aloud, you turn everything into a joke. And it was the first time she kind of explained what's going into her head. And I I felt that little bit of um, sensitivity with her. And I think everyone else felt that as well. You could really see there was yeah. a lot of 
I'm so glad that the, she did that as well. It kind of gave her, it brought that personality to kind of, you know, it gave a reason for her personality, if you, if you knew, know what I mean. And I'm so glad that she did for, and her, her, her final cake was called this, the Extraordinary Cake. And I just think for anybody who does think they're a little bit extraordinary, a little bit different from the norm, I think uh, she would very much be the uh, the champion for them. So um, I don't think it's going to be the last we see of Liverpool, Lizzie. So much. I love alliteration, by the way. <laughs> so, no, not so. at all. I mean, it, she was the biggest character in the tent. Yeah. And like she was, of course, so devastated. I mean, you know, I'm sure they're really sleep deprived. Like anyone that's sleep deprived, like half the time I want to cry. It's like, just go to sleep to my daughter. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like, and, they, and they've bonded. And I really feel that Noel had the softest spot for Lizzie. So I think you're just not going to get that amount of fun anymore for the next two episodes. But Well, now, to be fair, we're into semi-final and final week so like there's no room for fun in the tent it's all about win 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 Uh, but I am delighted for Chigs let's go right to the start then our signature bake this is the the free from week and I I was actually going to set this up for go yeah free from comedy it was actually quite funny this week and uh, Paul coming out as the Hulk like did you think it was funny oh my god so can I just say we're never going to go out on a date night, a platonic date night, may I add, when you're like, let's pick something that's going to make us laugh because clearly we're going to have two different <laughs> nights out and one of us is not going to laugh. When I open, watched the opening, I was like, what is this opening once again that's going to make me just cringe? Maybe I'm just have just no wish inside me. And then the lads say some joke you probably remember. Gone. I can't remember even what the, oh yeah, free from everything. And then you come yeah. get Paul coming out. First of all, obviously the makeup artist was on a lunch because he's half-toned and green and then he can't act and I just he dressed up as the Hulk it was I'm going bring back their their terrible country brand and those horrible mullets like that was actually less torturous than Paul dressed up as the Incredible Hulk and I can't even say anything more after that right okay then at the opening bit was free from comedy for Louise oh my god I, this has set the tone for the rest of this podcast like, for them okay Jesus let it go okay right poor Paul <laughs> He needs, okay. he, I can't believe I'm sticking up for Paul Hollywood. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He needs to renegotiate his contract. <laughs> Don't be doing any more of these silly openings. Just a, and do you know what I think that the joke was on everybody else in the production? They were just taking the piss out of him by dressing him up um, all in green. But uh, he looked like a little Irish leprechaun. Anyway, right. We had the uh, signature bake of dairy-free ice cream sandwiches. I was intrigued um, with this one. Yeah, go. What, what do you think? Ice cream is my all-time favourite. Um, oh, well, I have a huge thing written here. Ask Louise. Does she make her own ice cream? Paddy, ask Louise, does she own her own ice cream machine? Hell yeah. <laughs> ask me, was the reason I got trained in liquid nitrogen cookery so I could make liquid nitrogen ice cream because I didn't want to have to go over to Heston's restaurant to have it there? Yeah, no. Hell yeah. Well, it is Science Week in Ireland, so uh, I'll bring all the science to this, uh, oh, Louise. Yes, bring all the science. Were, you did the science show. With Do you remember this? that? That was... Superb. We better remind people just in case they didn't. You were going to design, build and bake. Tell us the ultimate umami burger. Wasn't that it? Oh, yeah. But it was, remember, the dessert, like people just love desserts. And there was liquid nitrogen ice cream dessert and liquid nitrogen ice cream is so smooth. But the problem with the contestants with this is with free form desserts is like you have that delicious creaminess from the cream. And, and when you think about ice cream, it's all about mouthfeel so ice cream that would have say that again mouthfeel you need it to Gear be smooth up. and creamy and not not crunchy crystal if anyone is in a restaurant and gets served crunchy ice cream that isn't a nut inside it you should send it back because it normally is an indication that that ice cream has been frozen twice which is a um oh, health wow. issue that you could make you really <gasps> sick yeah 
frozen twice ice cream. Which is dangerous. I've got to say, in my life, I've probably eaten some, and hence the uh, cuckoo uh, stuff that goes on in my head. <laughs> or but, on um, the okay. toilet the next day. Good to know. <laughs> I'm actually recording this from the toilet. Okay, too much information. But Chriswell made a miso tahini frappuccino ice cream sandwich. I just love saying that. Try and say that five times in a row. Yeah, but, I thought um, that sounded disgusting. Oh, did you? Well, like miso is the Japanese paste, isn't it? Yeah, and like it's that savory umami flavor which has you wanting more. But I, I, I haven't tasted it in the sweet stuff, so I know I shouldn't really be commenting on it unless I can taste it. But I can just tell you, I would not pick that out in an ice cream parlor at all. And she just every week she's like, "Oh, it's going really wrong," and it just annoys me. Did you ever have those people in school, Patty, when they tell you <laughs> they were going really wrong, and then they get A pluses on every test? And you're like, "You did study. <laughs> yeah. Stop pretending. You do this every week. It's going to be amazing." Paul is still going to ask you out on a date when the when the series wraps. So just stop. <laughs> but I was definitely so now I 100. I was one of those kids that I I just I said, "Lads, I'm going to be shit this week in the exam," and I was shit this week in the exam. But remember when it came to the big exams? Like the leaving cert or the inter or junior, whatever it was you did, I whether I wanted it or not, I raised my hand and asked for extra paper just to freak the people out beside me. I never, ever, ever needed extra paper. That's how shit I was. I see. I was dyslexic, so before I went in, I knew I was going to fail. That's why I always did higher, higher options for exams. I think there's nothing to do with baking because it's. Because then people say to you, how'd you do? And you're like, oh, failed. What'd you do? I did honours. You should have done pass. I'm like, well, I would have oh, failed genius. pass, but nobody Gen- would have known that. <laughs> um, so yeah, so Crystal drives me mad. Um, and then like... Liz- you're not the only person who drives mad because Jürgen, do you remember that he was saying like, you know, what would happen if, uh, you know, I got three star bakers and then uh, he'd asked him, um, I think it was Noel who'd asked him, what would happen if Christelle won three star bakers? And Jürgen said, uh, Jürgen would be deaf by now. Like, <laughs> What's he? Is he saying that like she's too loud? Crystal is too loud in my ear, or she's a screamer? He was rattled as speak. Um, and I thought so. He made a pistachio and almond macaroon with banana ice cream. I love banana ice cream; it's one of my favorites. I wouldn't put it with a macaroon, but I did think he was kind of pushing it for time. And just from the get-go, like once that timer started, he just was rattled. But they liked it. It didn't look very nice. I thought they were going to give out to him for his look. But Lizzie decided to do. She she's like so. They come over to her, and of course, Lizzie always has a story about her dog Prue. And she's like, you know, I'm just gonna keep it, just you know, like ice cream, vanilla ice cream, like Mr. Whippy and Brittle. And then she tells him that um, when she brings her dog for a walk, you know, after the walk to. <laughs> give him a treat <laughs> he gets a Mr. Whippy ice cream he's like does that dog have diabetes and <laughs> she's like you know she calls her ice cream sandwich the best thing about walks um, her Brilliant. biscuit did look like it was made with charcoal um, but then when they came over to it she had this in embodied print and she actually got this rolling pin of like dogs on it she couldn't really see it but I loved the creativity and she said she was decorated with glitter and Paul doesn't like glitter but that doesn't surprise me um, and then Giuseppe they liked his ice cream sandwich he did um, orange and oh it was a ginger and they said the texture was lovely and he actually made it with tofu so I would like to taste all those for a market research they need to prove to me that these are delicious because but I think yeah I think I would have liked that because it was kind of like ginger snap biscuits with ice cream in the middle of it and that's another question I had down do you like orange stuff in desserts yeah, like yeah. orange chocolate an orange. Oh, oh, you do. Okay, people right. are like love it or hate it. I yeah. L O V E. I love it. Okay. Do you like Good it? Good to know. I do. Yeah. I, I know somebody you know close to me that absolutely hates it. So um. Me too. Yeah. So when we do go um, to a 
comedy night separately. We'll, you'll... we'll just have orange and banana. Yeah. Bell down with me. It's not Terry's, it's mine. Okay. But they this all did really well on that. By Terry's today. In, in, in the on. ice cream challenge, they all did really well. Um, yeah. And I, so I think it was good for grabs for anyone because there was nobody lagging behind in that. But at this point, then, you would expect that. And then the technical challenge comes around. Then then, then Jurgen dropping his stuff all over the floor. Oh, I loved it. And then th- almost threatening them. Did you see that? Because uh, you haven't seen this, right? I mean, like, oh, Jesus, okay. Yeah, they would have seen it until they've eaten it, you know, two months later. But what I liked about it was that fact that he put it on unapologetically. Because I was like, Jürgen, you're like, you know, you're rattled. You've dropped the pan. Just put it back. As they say, behind closed doors is the customer ain't going to see. <laughs> just put <wipe laughs> those hairs. And all they're going to eat is two bites from one of those um, sausage rolls. So they had to make a rough puff pastry um, vegan sausage roll. So it had mushroom and walnuts in with caramelised onion jam. So do you know the way they go to Paul and Prue and they show, you know, the perfect one before the lads go off and bake theirs? The, the perfect ones that they were eating looked terrible. And like even like it, you could tell that both Paul and Prue, they just have to say it this week that, oh, yeah, these are delicious. And you wouldn't even think that like, they look disgusting. They're not good actors and you could tell that they were shit. I'd say they were really dry. I've never tasted, they couldn't call it like vegan butter, obviously. So they call it vegan block. I've never tasted that. Um, never heard of it. But the reason butter is perfect, it has that mouthfeel. So it melts at body temperature. That's why eating butter puff pastry is nicer than anything else um, around. But they, like, none of them looked nice. And I thought, like, I thought Giuseppe's looked like it was folded over. Uh, I think they said Crystal's was like a Cornish pasty. Chig's <laughs> one, probably because everyone else's was terrible looking. Well, also, Chig's cleverly used some agave. And agave reminds me of tequila. And so that's all right in my book. But they have to because vegans don't use honey. But I just no. still don't understand that because the bees aren't harmed in making honey. I just don't get it. Yeah, um, I think it's just nicking it from them though. You know me and the bee, I love the bees. Love the and bees. I have I've yet to ask. I do love I still I love honey, but um I've never had a little chat with a bee to go like, you know, sorry lads, is it okay to nick your hard earned hard But they're thought. not kept in a pen. They're free will. They can fly anywhere they want the bees. So I'm <laughs> like, you know, they're they're free That's to roam. I'd like to see Louise's farm with <laughs> pen kept bees. She gets stung a lot. <laughs> And also I learned this week that, oh no, I'll tell you about that later on. Rustici is Italian for sausage. Rustici. It's just that. gorgeous to say. Now I'm saying it using my hands up in my up in the air and I just saw Giuseppe shaking his head. So basically <laughs> the technical challenge was really boring. So we'll just move on, Paddy. Indeed. Let's get on to the final one. Though. Oh my, like every one of them, like Paul Hollywood said, she brought an ace this week, uh, Lizzie. But so did everybody else. This is the first week that I think every single one of the showstoppers were off the charts. They were they were lovely. So this challenge for this was, as always, they have to make something that's more than two th- tiers and it had to be a celebration. I was actually surprised because I think earlier on in this series that they've had more complicated challenges for the signature. And this was left up to your own. But it wasn't actually as difficult, I think, as other ones were. Um, so um, let's get into it. Um, but it was a great way for us to to know about Lizzie. Like, you know, left up to yourself. So she got to express herself and tell everybody that she's dyslexic, dyspraxic and something else. ADHD. Like, oh, my God, I'm almost showing up with my ADHD-ness. There was something else that I couldn't remember. Anyway, well, I grew to love Lizzie even more this week. And she got to express herself through this 
stunning cake you could see they were scared because with this challenge it had to be gluten-free cakes and when she said it was being different and then you know they're trying to be you know very empathetic listening to her and then she just looks at Paul and she goes you know it's going to be like a 1970s shag pile carpet deco (laughs) (laughs) and he's fearful and it's like full of colour and the only thing I wasn't sure about is pineapple jam I've never actually tasted pineapple jam I don't know if I would like it, I'm still mm, on I the do fence like pineapple. About I wouldn't mind it. I actually thought hers looked more like um, going for a car wash uh, on acid. I'm not. I'm, I'm not recommending that anybody that. does that. Like, but maybe I have, but I can't remember. Maybe it was just a dream. I thought that's what her cake looked like instead of a, the shag pile. It did look like a, a very psychedelic, hippie, trippy car wash. But you couldn't do but like smile when you saw it. And they did say part of the brief was that it had to be visually spectacular, which you had got a big check oh, there, it and it needs to be beautiful decorate it had to be two tiers but of course Jurgen doesn't do two tiers he does threes because oh, yeah. chocolate cake is his wife's favourite chocolate cake and he needs brownie <laughs> points when he goes home because he hasn't been practising his German horn and he needs to keep his <laughs> wife happy <laughs> I did I did love when he's splashing around the cake with the mixture of whiskey and apricot and this big yellowy liquid he's splashing all over the place and it got all over Matt and he goes it's not the worst thing to be splashed on <laughs> and Matt goes yes I can definitely think of worse <laughs> things. I pissed myself. I knew exactly what he's talking about. Everything Good man, goes over Matt. his head. It's like, yeah, of course. Why not? <laughs> Everything goes over his head. Every, even when they mentioned at the end that his T-shirt looked like his cake. Didn't get it all. I just, he just wanted to scuttle on I don't think he's as like. fluent in English as he pretends. So it's going over his head because he have not have a clue what anyone's saying. Um, Neither are we. His cake was, was lovely. Um, and then Cheeks did his red velvet cake. I don't think it was as red as it could have been. Um, but the one thing I loved was Giuseppe. So he did a Black Forest Gatto. Paul's favourite, not Prue's. I'm with Prue on that. Kind of would leave it rather than take it. But Never his glaze it. didn't go really well for him. So clever, Giuseppe. I mean, that's why half of us do all the decoration we do is to hide the imperfection. And um, so we did this piping and even Paul said, oh, I'm not sure about the piping because, you know, you don't really see as much details like because the detail looks like dog poo. I think Paul. he said that he, he, yeah, I think he even said that, that it hides, you know, I can see what you're trying to do there. You're hiding that like, which is it, like, must have been shit for Giuseppe because he was making it just for Paul and he didn't like it at all. And then, I am. Christelle, what? your girlfriend to be, uh, goes on. Another <laughs> relative. Like, how many relatives do you have? Uh, I, cakes? I was like, oh, stop. <laughs> my, my nana's cascading dress. Like, well, your nana's dress isn't very nice. Um, she it's does like more flowers. For Ireland year, football for Ireland years ago. Uh, his name was Stephen Ireland, actually. And he tried to get out of playing the game by saying that his grandma had died. Oh, I remember and then, that. Yeah, and then they're going like, all oh, right, uh, I thought we were at the other two grandma's funerals. <laughs> <laughs> He's from a blended family. He's more. He's come. So yeah, so I, you know, to be fair, I mentioned it last week, but I, I just thought she should stop using these relatives, your nana's big splashy Sorry, case. I don't think that. Stephen Ireland, like Ireland is so small. Hello. <laughs> exactly. Of course, yeah. somebody that knows somebody is going to know that's a lie. If he said that in America, he probably would have got away with it. A few more <laughs> grandmothers, no one would have known. Um, but her, her one, I just like, it, it was lovely wonderful but she does she's done these roses all the time it's like show us some other kind of piping yeah. technique and, oh, yeah. and then okay. of course she's like oh, I don't know if it's going to work oh my god and then somebody brings it over she's like I'm not going to lift it on because there's wind it's like, but the shake the, the tent isn't shaking it's not like there's a tremor going on here <laughs> put it on the plate and serve it up uh, I, think, I think we should just get Louise and Crystal to have a fight and just get this over and done but like just <laughs> you'd like that you don't like you? her at all do you yeah, exactly. a fight in the comedy club when I'm not laughing bring in some ice cream <laughs> Chat to chocolate orange. 
So poor El Giuseppe. Crystal, you didn't like El Giuseppe's. It was all over the camp. Chiggs did look great. Um, he had those like drop, you know, chocolate drop collars, which then... It's called oh, drip. Yeah, it's all yeah, in, and then Jürgen kind of uh, copied him as well. He came afterwards and he had the exact same, but um, they were quite happy with him. And it could have went either way towards the end. Like, so I did like the announcements, you know, and they did drag it out towards the end and sort of din, din, din. finally Lizzie got her finesse. Finally, Lizzie, they just, they went on and on about it and it looked amazing. And then they gave her but, bus ticket home. Terrible. Oh my God. Like there's just no room for sentiment in that show at all. Like, can I just tell you? Go on. Um, When I was watching this, I actually thought I was going to get sick because I've eaten so much cake today, Paddy. I've actually OD'd and it was my son's birthday. Good and man, Alex. Happy birthday. I, I, I was like a kid at a birthday party because I didn't have breakfast because I was like making his cake and then it was full on today. Um, And then... What did you make the cake out? Like, we need to know this. Well, oh, there's two cakes. Like, so <gasps> because Alex watches the Bake Off, he watches all these baking shows on Netflix. Like, he thinks a cake is always two tears. <laughs> So he's like, so for my birthday cake, I'll be having a two tier Minecraft. Have you seen Minecraft? There's a lot of little squares oh you've cut out. And I was very busy yesterday. And then he wanted this other cake. I think he makes up half these names. He's like, I want Bendy and the English Machine. I said, I've never oh. heard of that in my life. Google it. It's a real game. Um, Bendy and the Ink Machine. It's some kind of God. character thing. It's something you and he pay extra for in town. Then his birthday said to make another cake. Um, so I had to do, it was actually like I had to do reverse psychology on him last night because I was like, <laughs> I'm not going to have time to cut out like, you know, 700 squares and stick them on a cake. I just don't have enough sleep inside me. So I had to like tell him <laughs> the other Did you thing. take photos? Please tell me you took photos. Of course I took photographs. Oh, good. No I can't one's going to see, them, see them though because well, Send them to me if they say, yeah, I wouldn't have even gotten into the bake-off with this, but I don't <laughs> care. It was amazing, though. It was, and uh, Jurgen totally stole my idea. It was white milk <laughs> and dark chocolate. But you know what I did different that I actually would have nailed it tonight in the bake-off? I put Dime Bar on one of the layers with ganache for texture. And then I did milk chocolate ganache with um, Cadbury's caramel squashed in between. Unbelievable. Jesus. That's why it feels oh so my... sick. I wasn't even hungry eating. I was eating it because it tastes so good. And I... I could I could just feel one of my teeth just go bang. Oh. They're just thinking of all the And it was I so light as well. Eat the bejays of that. like the fact I'm like telling about the cake I made and then I'm critiquing as if I'm Paul Hollywood. I'm going to give myself no, a but that's, that's why we're doing this, but because you are the expert. Oh my God, what a lucky boy. Just like if your mother could make that for you. Fantastic. We just had to go down and just rob Mr. Kipling Cakes. When we when it's our birthday, go on, you can rob two this week. It's your birthday. Right, let's get on. What did you learn this week from Meg? Uh, anyway, happy birthday, Alex. I hope every, uh, everybody in the house had a fun time today. What did you learn from this week? I learned that Prue is potentially a murderer <laughs> that likes to strangle people that don't have finesse. It's exactly. Scary. Don't piss off Prue or she'll strangle you. If she doesn't I learned squirt. that it's. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still not the better for that. Like, no. I learned that it is better to be fancied by Paul than admit that you're different because that's why he got rid of Lizzie instead of Crystal. That's what I learned this week. But on a technical side, I learned don't refreeze frozen ice cream or you'll end up in the A&E and you don't want that. So that's it. Say goodbye, Louise. Bye. See you all next week for Patisserie Week. Thanks for listening to the Irish Take on the Great British Bake Off. Tell a friend, family member or co-worker about this podcast. Go on, help spread the word. And make us number one. And if you could leave us a rating and a review... 
as well as hitting that follow button, it would be very much appreciated. I'm Paddy Courtney. She's Louise Lennox. We're back again next week for another Bake Off review and even more Paul Hollywood slagging. Nude sculpture of Paul Hollywood. Oh, what flavour would the nipples be? Lime. The Irish Take on the Great British Bake Off is produced by Gordon Hayden. Bye-bye, Bake Off lovers. Chat to you all next week.